Welcome to the Jaguar King Podcast. I'm your host, Armin. I talk everything Jaguars football, usually in tears. So if you like anything Jaguars or anything NFL related, please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like button. It really helps my channel grow. And without further ado, in this week's episode, Jaguars, if you're going to win any game for the rest of the season, let it be this one. This week, we got the Tennessee Titans. There's nothing I love more than ruining the Tennessee Titans playoffs, so that and cheesecake. I really like cheesecake. Since starting 5-0, the Tennessee Titans have hit some bumps in the road and are currently 8-4, tied with the Indianapolis Colts for first place in the AFC South. After getting thrashed by the Browns, they're looking for a bounce-back week against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are coming in hot after an 11-game losing streak. The first time we played the Titans in Week 2 of the NFL season, we set out to slow Derrick Henry, which we kind of did, and we put the ball in Ryan Tannehill's hands, who looked like a first ballot Hall of Famer, and Jadavion Clowney was certified blind after the game because he didn't know where the fucking line of scrimmage was. After that game, I was actually convinced that Gardner Minshew was the QB of our future. That take aged like a banana. Didn't even last a week. Right after that game, we played the Dolphins, and everybody was uneasy about Minshew after that game. The Titans always have our number. Even when we're actually a good team, the Titans always find a way to beat us, and I think that's why Jags fans always have a little bit of hatred towards those Tennessee Titans. By the way, did you know in Greek mythology, a Titan is somebody who was born on Uranus? That's literally the worst planet in the world. A Jaguar is born on Earth. Literally the best planet in the world, motherfucker. Let's get into the preview. The Titans' weak point is their pass defense, ranking 28th in the NFL, just above the Jaguars. Although this week, they might get help in the defensive backfield. Adoree Jackson is questionable for the game, so he might play. Last week versus the Browns, Baker Mayfield lit him up for 334 yards and four touchdowns, most of which actually coming in the first half. And just when you think they can catch a break, they gotta play Mike Glennon, who's hungry for some Titan and loves Uranus. Gunnar Minshew has been begging the coaching staff to play since he's come back from injury, but he's being treated like a child and he's grounded for the rest of the season. So Doug Marone is sticking to his chops and we're going with Mike Glennon. He obviously can't do it himself, so we're going to need a big game from DJ Shark. DJ Shark hasn't really been involved as much this season. I don't know if that's something to do with the game plan. I don't know if other teams are scheming to take him away because he's our best receiver. Or it comes down to very inconsistent QB play and they're not finding him open when he is. Regardless, he's our best wide receiver. And especially if Dory Jackson doesn't play, we have to find a way to get him the ball. I've been talking about it for the past few weeks, but I'm hoping Colin Johnson actually gets the ball more and we see less of Chris Conley. I think he's earned more reps and I honestly think he's just a better option at this point. Last week versus the Vikings, Mike Glennon actually used his tight end a lot, and we actually got to see a little bit of Tyler Eifert in the game. Hopefully Mike Glennon can utilize the tight ends this week for a safety net over the middle. Also, if Huncho Visca is healthy, we got to get him the ball in open space. He can make people miss. He can definitely be a playmaker. He showed that in the first matchup where he's getting the ball out of the backfield and things like that. So whatever we got to do to get him the ball to make people miss, let's do it. In the first meeting, Minshew put up 339 yards passing, three touchdowns and two interceptions, and almost won the game. So if the giraffe can put up similar numbers, limit the turnovers, we give ourselves a fighting chance and help out the defense. The Titans' run defense fares better than their pass defense, ranking 16th in the NFL. And they also kept the duo of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt kind of at bay with 3.3 yards of carry last game. Now for our defense versus the Titans' offense. There aren't many things I fear in my life except dogs, exorcisms, and Derrick Henry's second game against the Jaguars. Last week versus the Vikings, the Jaguars defense had to face the second leading rusher in the NFL in Dalvin Cook. He put up 120 yards on the ground and averaged 3.8 yards per carry. And this week, the Jaguars got to face 
the leading rusher in the NFL in Derrick Henry, who has 1,317 yards, averaging just under 5 yards a carry with 4.9. In the Cleveland game, he only had 60 yards rushing, but because the game got out of hand so fast, he really wasn't able to be effective. He only had 15 carries that game. When you look at the first matchup, the Jaguars were actually able to slow him down some. He had 84 yards in a day on 25 carries. But he's still the best back in the league and legit the scariest guy in the NFL in open field. I don't care how much they get paid in the NFL, I'll never tackle that guy. I expect him to have a good game against the Jaguars run defense. But if we stop Derrick Henry and take the ball out of his hands, then we give the ball to Ryan Tannehill and that still might not bode well for us. Ryan Tannehill is having himself a really solid season, complementing the running game of Derrick Henry really well. And he currently has the Titans sitting at a top 5 ranked offense. He has some weapons on the outside, starting with AJ Brown, who eats nothing but protein and chicken breast. And he also has Corey Davis on the other side, who just had himself a day against the Cleveland Browns, 11 catches, 182 yards, and a touchdown. So Luke Barku and Trey Herndon are definitely going to have their hands full this game. Obviously, the best way to stop any QB is to put pressure on him. The first time these teams met, the Jaguars were only able to put up one sack, and Ryan Tannehill was completely comfortable in the pocket. Last week versus the Vikings, the Jaguars actually got five sacks, the most they had all season in a game, so maybe that performance carries over to this Titans game, which would only help them. The Titans need to win this game. They're 3-1 in the division, and beating the Jaguars will separate them from the Colts. Even though I don't want to root for the Titans, I also don't want to see Phillip Rivers in the playoffs. And our one win this season is actually the difference between first place and the AFC South. You see the dilemma I got here? I think the Titans bounce back from the Browns and they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Although I don't think it's going to be a blowout because the Jaguars have actually been keeping it close lately, I still think the Titans win 28-24. Thank you all for watching. Leave your predictions below. Let me know if you think Jaguars could pull off this upset or the Titans steamroll them and continue with first place in the AFC South. Thank you for all those who have subscribed to my channel. Your support means a lot to me. If you like this video, please don't forget to hit the like button and I'll see you all for the recap. Hey. Oh. Hey.